a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, my Coming up on Footy Talk, a listener podcast today, we're going to be talking the mentality of an away day finals game. And I'm going to talk about when it's time to hang up the boots. And I'll be also be touching on the basis of non-sporting issues that surround the game in the NRL. Hello and welcome to another edition of Footy Talk. I'm James Green, your host, joined by GI. He's back. I'm back. I'm back. I've been, yeah, going a long time. Um, miss you, boys, actually. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say you boys because, yeah, we've got someone else here today. Yeah, we got the substitution in, the interchange yep. card. Uh, it's great to see you again, GI. And, uh, yeah, joined by Joshy Reynolds, who was obviously not bad last time out. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, Good to see you, boys. Gee, I haven't yeah. seen you in ages. Oh, no, it's been a long time. Probably last time I see you, it probably palm me off. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those imprints on yeah. your face. Like, oh, it probably would have been one of those been times. Been a fair few of them in my career yeah. from him. Maybe uh, one of those times where you rushed out the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got just five metres offside. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, boys. Uh, quite a bit to get into. First off, bit of a, a random question, but mm. uh, talking about how we know when you're done. I, I think I spoke about it on uh, another podcast uh, here at at Triple M it's pretty hard to accept but uh, I'll go to you first Josh when did you when did you know it was it was time to call it quits mate I think it was so this year went at the start of the year I had to make the top 30 so even just to get in there I, I used like heaps of you know energy and, and a lot it took a lot for me to get there because first of all I I take you know Jimmy I took I take a lot of pride in, in my fitness at training I used to go as hard as and and that was my bread and butter. And even in that, I would, I was struggling, and that would that kicked me ego straight away. Because like straight away, I was like, that's where I used to, not not get in the team, but that was my thing, right? So that straight away, that was hard for me. Got in there, ended up playing a few games throughout the season. Roller coaster. Obviously, it wasn't great, but then it got to a stage where I couldn't compete at training anymore. I honestly couldn't. I just was like, as much as I'd walk into training and go, I'm I'm going to give it my all on the example d2 two days before a game full contact and just the little things that used to be so easy for me i just couldn't do them and it, and it was just because i wasn't i couldn't get there i just couldn't just little even tie-ins because i was playing in the middle where all the tough guys play but and then that's that was me i just sort of said like i'm not adding a lot on the field like i was brutally on you know i'm there and i'm doing my best but when i couldn't compete even at training at, in some cases i just sort of said like yeah, I think that was me. It's like it almost becomes a chore. Mm. Like at the end of the, end of the time and you're going through that whole week. Like you said, I've was, I was spoken about it before. It's It wasn't playing the games that was hard. It was the training during the week. And I got to a stage for, for myself. I got to a stage where I could only train either two days out or three days out, you know, after games. We, we love the game, but what you're talking about there, it became emotionally challenged for you. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so yeah. you get to that point and you just think to yourself, man, how, how long can I keep icing my body up, not training with the boys because I'm letting the boys down, go out there and try and be a leader? You mm. know, for me, it was like trying to be out there, being a captain, leading the way, but I just couldn't do it during the week. I was sick of icing up. I got tired of these little niggles where mm. there was just nothing. And not your mind giving up, it's your body telling you, it's like, hey, like, it's time to pull up. Yeah. And that's when you kind of know. And then you think about, 
oh, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of kids now. And then it's like, yeah, I want to run around and play with them. That's what ultimately you want to do when you retire. I think as well, just to, to your point, GI, there's a cost of entry to get onto the rugby league field. Mm. And that's that's done on Monday, Tuesday, mm. Wednesday, Thursday. That That's where you you pay your admission. And I think then... You know, once you get onto the field, if you if you don't end that right to be on there, you you know deep down it's a difficult reality to to accept because you know we go through form slumps and maybe that's what you put it down to. You know, you come off and you're like, uh, am I am I should I still be in the mix here? Oh, maybe it's just a bit of form. I, I'll work my way through this because that's usually I know anytime I had a, a, a dip in form, it'd be I'll go and work harder. But when you get to those latter stages of your career. You almost can't. Nah. You you can't go and work harder because your body's not allowing you to. And it's a difficult predicament to be in. And then, you know, you, you're comparing yourself to who you were yesterday. Mm. That person's gone. Then even in today's day and age where you compare yourself to, you know, some of the American sports where, you know, you've got quarterbacks running around in their late 30s, still dominating, and you're like... If if they can do it, then 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 so can I. And it's it's a completely or you know a Cameron Smith that you know played at Dummy Half for so many years, played so many games. Well, if he can do it, then 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 why can't I? But I think well, there are a number of things that go go through my head. Well, obviously with the American sports and there, it's very different. Quarterbacks not on defense. You know, a, a different culture in America when it comes to performance enhancing mm. drugs. They're not bound by WADA. Mm. I'm not going to make any accusations, but they can do things a little bit different over there when it comes to longevity of the athlete, but it's it's more of a mental thing to, to get over and it, that acceptance of, I want to have a real tough conversation with myself here. Mm. And, and even, I think it's a tough conversation with yourself, but knowing the people to go to, that'll tell you straight, because you get surrounded by plenty of yes men. You're still yeah. a man. G.I., come on, yeah, mate. Like, Gee, I met yeah. you. You are still the man. We need you. You killing it. Did mm. you see what you've done three weeks ago? Yeah, it's like that's mm. that's three weeks ago. That's mm. not three weeks of full training. Yeah, yeah. And it's, this is where the outside world doesn't get what we actually put our bodies through. When you're injured, you're not even have that day off. You still have to go in mm. and get your treatment. Still get everything. So it's pretty much a seven day job. Play Saturday. You're in recovery mode Sunday. Then you bounce back into work Monday, Tuesday, and then day off Wednesday. But if you're injured come to later of your career or even when you're younger, you still have to go in and do rehab. You still have to go in and get ice. You still have to go in and do stuff. I reckon for me, like I said earlier, but for me it was like I went around the clock again. I went back in, you know, started on light weights and then got heavier throughout the middle and then, man, I had to taper right back, right back to doing, you know, cardio fitness, right right back to doing like a CrossFit training session, uh, weight session. Then you come to yourself and I knew – when Wayne Bennett took over throughout the preseason, I think it was like in the round, round three or four, we played the Dragons. I was playing right centre. And I had my right shoulder complaint for a number of weeks leading up to it. And I'm sitting in, in the shed, ice on here, ice on my hip, ice on one, one of my knees and ice on me on my ankle. It's not fun, is it? Man, I'm sitting yeah. around looking at the boys and I'm going, man, I love this environment. Mm. I don't know if I can do it. Well, I think... You, you make a great point there and you've moved on to some new endeavours. You, you're willing to work hard. You're willing yeah. to sacrifice. But it's a time where you're not willing to put your body through that much punishment anymore. I think even 
like speaking to you two and knowing myself, we, we all played for a long time. And there's that fear of the unknown of what life is going to look like without this routine, without this job, without this life. And you even get to a point where you go, I want to dive into the unknown because what I know now, I just can't keep doing. Mm. And it's a, it's a frightening prospect. I'm sure like you, I'm play forever. I will play forever. I'll be fooey, fooey, moi, moi. I'll <laughs> yeah. be rolling around in the lower leagues, picking mm. up a whatever cash I can. I'll go forever. And then you just go and you look out and you go, actually, I'm going to go the unknown. I, I, I'm going to have to just put my skewer mask on and I, go. I, I still think fooey, fooey doesn't have a birth certificate or a passport. <laughs> we don't know how old oh, he is. And have you heard the story about fooey, by the way? Um, so when he was doing media and that there when he was coming through Parramatta, <laughs> I actually this was at South when he was at South before we went to Parramatta. They did this media day and one asked questions and he can talk proper English, right? You go the reporter goes, Oh no, we, we don't speak English and walked off. Too smart, you know work it. I think he's still knocking <laughs> yeah, he around he in is. the lower leagues back in England. Good on him, man. Do you know what you know what got me too, just back to what we were saying? Like I know we have a laugh and, and the boys do have a laugh about, oh, not training again today, mate. Mm. And you have mm. a laugh with them back, but deep down it hurts you. Mm. You want to be on the field, don't you? Like, even though sometimes you don't mind doing the little bit of extra thing that they're doing, but for me this year, when they pull me off, <laughs> The field. <laughs> the yeah. field. They well, would. Well, hey, well, a lot hey, of talk hey, about hey. The, the culture of the Bulldogs <laughs> lately, Reynolds. But, wow, that's another spanner well, in the works. That's just you where your head's mate, at, mate. Hey, I didn't say it. <laughs> Can we go back to a serious conversation, mate? Or, yes, let's go. <laughs> it, would, it, it would honestly get to me. Yeah. It, it would. And it, it just, because you just want to be out there. And, and it's, even though it's a laugh, it, it would get to me. It, it really was. And I'd go home and you feel like you, you didn't, because you didn't pay the rent. Like you said, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, half a day. And then you're still in the team in the 17, and that's what it, that actually. Hey, it's that, yeah. yeah, yeah. It actually gets there. But what you know, what makes good leaders and great leaders around the clubs, even though when you're injured, you still go out onto the field and wait. Mm. But you sit there, you still want to be part of the team. Everybody, if you're on the sideline passing the ball, whatever injury you got. But you know, sometimes I'll go ask, "Can I take the rowing machine out? Can I do the bike so they actually can see that I'm actually am working instead of sitting around on my ass?" Mm. That's yeah. what makes the great leaders in the club, I reckon. Yeah, it really does. Hey, uh, finals, uh, we're in the thick of it right now. A couple of big away days. The Knights from Newcastle go over to play New Zealand, uh, the Warriors, and also then the Chucks go down to Melbourne. I used to enjoy this away day finals. Mm. No one gives us a chance. Let's have it. What do you guys think about that? The the prospect mm. of that that away day final where no one gives you a uh, and uh, no one gives you a hope in hell. Yeah, I'm with you. I like it. I actually thought about this before we come in and, and talking about thinking about Des. Like he used to say, ambush, ambush the ambush. You know, like you're literally just going down there. You know, that nights and the probably not the nights to be honest. They're if anything, they're a big chance. I feel, but the chooks like to make up the numbers. For me personally, it's it's you against the whole crowd there, yeah. and that's the thing. You know, get many of your own supporters going and it's just oh, I just used to love that and that I think it depends what time, type of team you are and what type of people you got in there you know like I think I, you, I seen your podcast the other day speaking about the Knights and they might be running out of steam I think they might be there was that period on the weekend they just got shocked shell shocked and Canberra just come hard after them and I think the Warriors are going to come out flying and I don't know if the Knights can take it yeah, they we, really don't well we all been over there playing at Mount Smart Stadium right 
And even going over there, you're just like, oh, do I want to be here? It's like it's raining. It's, well, you're used to it, Jimmy. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I only experienced it for 10 months and I was over it. But going <laughs> over there and playing, like getting off, you're still fatigued from, you know, I know it's only three-hour flight, but you're still fatigued because you're trying to get to the time zone difference. But we're going there and trying to play, trying to warm up and say, yeah, you know what, we're going to give it a good crack. Imagine going there now with the way they entrance, with the way they enter the field it's now. Scary. It's scary. It, but, mate, you know what, though? <laughs> I love it. Like, yeah, like man, they created their own, turn for all the lights, flames coming through. <laughs> Imagine sitting out there, which they do, they make the other team wait, and you're just sitting there going, what the hell am I doing? But you, but you, know, but you know what? I, I, in, my, in my pomp, in my peak, I would love that. Away day at the Warriors. Yeah. All the talk, oh, we're just focusing on ourselves. Mm. Oh, yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you want to focus on me, mate. Boom, coming for you. And then if we're going again and having that, you know, obviously your spine players are going to dictate the game, but those middle forwards, so the Knights, the Saifiti boys, I reckon they've got to go over there and go, you think you're focused on you. They are playing well, we are, we, we are, we are coming are, and we are not going to stop because you know that the, the momentum is is going to ebb and flow, but you've just got to be ready to keep going, keep going all the time. And I think, you know, the, the Roosters, that's where their opportunity is. I thought the the Broncos middle forwards did a good number on um, the Melbourne Storm forwards, the middle of the park. So Roosters, yeah, they're, we're out, without Hargreaves. A couple of centres and outside backs missing, but so do, Mel- so do Melbourne. Mm. But just get those forwards together and go, we're just, we're, we are not going to stop coming here. Well, that's what it obviously comes down to that because your spine can dictate things, but if the spine ain't getting any ball and they're on the back foot, mm. they've got nothing, right? Well, that's what happened. They have that's nothing. what happened to the storm on yeah, like, exactly. Broncos. Yeah. Grant and Hughes. Munster, Hughes, Hughes were all nah. really quiet because they didn't have much opportunity mm. to get in there. And what, what was so out of character with Melbourne is. Uh, Carrigan, Pat Carrigan got under Grant's skin yes. in the first minute of the game. You don't see That's that. It's rare, man. It's very Harry rare Grant. because Melbourne Storm for and you with different stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, for Melbourne Storm and Harry Grant to go out there and just be like, all right, push and shove already. That's not Melbourne light. Mm. And Brisbane Broncos, they've got right under their skin from the kickoff, but you never see that from Harry Grant ever. You know what scares yeah. me for the Roosters, boys? Suali'i, Smith, Manu, good carriers of the ball out of out of the backfield. I think that but I think still, they'll struggle. That, that's where for me those away days when you are against it, going down to Melbourne, yeah, like sure. let's bring it on. You like, let's let, about let's just go when you're in your when you're in your mm. when you're in your pomp yeah. when you when you peak. Collins, Smith, Radley, let's just. Our guys would be good go, if he was there. It, it would be, mm. but let's just go. Anyway, that's time for a quick break. We'll be back soon. James Graham just interrupting to talk about how we're going to celebrate the NRL finals. Footy Talk is giving away a platinum double pass to the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final on October the 1st. Click on the link in the episode description and use today's code word, CRISIS. Listen to Footy Talk on Listener, Apple Podcasts or Spotify every day until September the 27th to get a new code word and enter as many times as you like. Hello and welcome back to Footy Talk, a listener podcast. I'm James Graham, joined by GI and no Connor Watson, but Josh Reynolds back in the house. Boys, a few off-field issues within the rugby league world at the moment. From your perspective, what is it like and how does it impact you? What really annoys me about this is people jump straight away at things. Like You can see straight away, there's like with this Latrell, you know, with this Latrell incident on the weekend, like 
you don't know the full story behind it. So people just jump straight at it. Jump straight at it, Latrell's this, Latrell's that. Guys, you actually don't know shit about what Latrell's done. Mm. You don't know anything. He wants to go in there and enjoy watching football, watching juniors and promote junior football. Don't sit there and and say, it's like, oh, Latrell didn't want a photo with a young fan. It's absolutely bullshit. What about what he's done a thousand other times? Yeah, mm. it's a load of bullshit. You know I mean? And he, what, what he came out, you know, pretty much done, oh, kind of rugby league player, have one day off or half a day where they can sit there and watch a football game. Mm. But we, you know... With him, that's what he's like. He's like a um, country kid who loves football. But, you know, that's, a again, off-field sports issues. That's one of them. But, Josh, I'm going to throw it over to you. What's your biggest one that you had that still sticks to your mind that's, you know, not really ruined your for, – for me, it hasn't ruined your reputation for me, but for anyone out there? Mm, well, there's a fair list, boys. <laughs> we'll, 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 with a couple that we, we probably got away with too, Jimmy, but we won't go there. But no, nah, mate. On a serious note, obviously, when I was at the when I was at the Tigers, mm. I went through some really bad off-field stuff, mate. Like you said, my my name got thrown in the mud heavily, and it was something that was really close to me that I got accused of. Mm-hmm. Really, it really was, mate. And that's what got me. That's what it was like. It, it is so hard uh, when people don't know the full story mm-hmm. and. It was just so twisted. You know, I've spoken about the story before, but I couldn't concentrate. No. I couldn't. I was leave. I honestly, being honest, not many people know this. I just would leave training without telling anyone. And that's, that's, that's a, not a good thing to do, but that's the headspace I was in. And that's what, not even just that, because I knew deep down I'd done nothing, but the, the media and everyone else, the, the beat up that happens, it, it just gets to you. It and does. And it does. You can't play. I, I'll be honest. I, and, and I honestly reckon stress causes a lot of soft tissue injuries and stuff because that year, I think I had three hammies in, in one year. Stress. And Pretty I stress. honestly think it does, mate. And look, I obviously come out the other end of it, but mate, I'll tell you what, this is the thing with the media. Sometimes they talk about all this uh, mental health and, and that, but but half the time they're the ones with the baseball bats. Mm. And, that's Josh, what, and that's what gets to me. Josh, you want to... What I loved about you in that, you know, incident off the field is that you turned around and said, you know what, I'm going to take my time with this and I'm going to tell my story when I'm ready. And that's what I loved about your character. And like I said, people can go out there and say whatever they want about any of us three here. But at the end of the day, we know what's true. We know what's thing. Because I got done for DUI. This is when I got named as captain. That's my biggest off field. Yeah, I wouldn't say, but that's the one that sticks to my mind is I got done for DUI when I got named captain. And then I got, you know, all through the mud. He shouldn't have been out there, you know, playing in Indigenous knockout. Why is he doing out there? It's like, well, actually, I'm out there supporting my community. I want to play because it's for my people. But, yeah, I put my hand up. Three days later, I'll face the media, you know. But that was me fronting straight up. And that's what I love what you did. You said, no, I'm actually going to take my time with this and I'm going to talk about it when I'm ready and I'll tell you it's absolutely true. And, you know, another thing is too, like I feel as footy players – a lot of the time, it's always our fault. Like it, it and and mate, don't get me wrong. There's been some blokes that have done some stupid things over over the year, but sometimes we got to stand up for ourselves, right? Yeah, like we really do because it's just otherwise it's just you you just sit. Oh, there. you just open slather. Well, yeah. it is, and that's the thing. Yeah. And not like GI just said, and I'm I'm you know what, mate? Personally, myself, I'm actually proud of myself that I probably put myself in a very out there. I was out there, man. Like it was it was fully out there with a few interviews and stuff I done, but I had to because. You know, like that's unacceptable. Yeah, we can get tread on as well for mm. footy players, can't we? Like we're, 
you know, everyone thinks we're, you know, Superman and, and this and that. Mm. We're always the bad guys. But sometimes, you know, we're the, we're the victims. It, it's hard as well because, you, 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 you know, you keep telling yourself, well, whose opinion do I actually care about? Like it's that yeah. inner circle. There's probably about you know eight to ten, maybe you know some a few a few more. You you care about what those people think of you, but but still, like it, it's pretty hard not to be affected by those looks, by that newspaper article, mm. by that social media post, or, or whatever it may be. I, I think sometimes being in the football environment ca can really help because people make a joke of these things, like. And I know even in my time going through some struggles, like I always found it great when someone broke the ice and cracked the joke. It was like the best thing <laughs> yeah, ever. You're right. do, do you know what I mean? 100%. Like, so I'm even thinking like, gee, I mentioned Latrell. I'd just be like, hey, mate, come on, let's get a picture. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, just like, exactly. you're right. You know, you're like, right, right. make a laugh. And a, you have boy, to. Boys, come on. Like, we, like everybody knows Latrell, like, isn't going to brush some kid. And there's also this massive focus on like, and I get this in other areas of my life. Let's focus on all the things I don't do rather than all the things I do, right? Mm. You one thing you don't yeah. do. Yeah. You know, oh, you've not vacuumed mm. the stairs. Yeah, I vacuumed everywhere else. Don't worry about that. <laughs> like, yeah. Come you on. You get that a lot, don't you? When you're talking about spots. breaking the ice, you know, I remember the year with the pointing of the finger. Because yeah. we, we had Sammy Burgess. It's like, Sammy, are you going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to do this from yeah, now yeah, on? Black, Black Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Black Friday. That's a sale, you idiot. It was, that's what they called it. They called it Bad Friday. Cretin. What? Good Friday. It was on Good Friday. I was it up yesterday. It was on Good Friday. Yeah, you would be. It was on Good Friday. You do your research. It was on Good Friday and they called it well, Bad anyway, Friday. And then it became the game anyway. Yeah. How good, like, obviously footballers go through some, like, you know, they get their name dragged through the mud. The but in, in, you know, we do some crazy thing. But how good is it, like, and, and blokes are really good at doing this. Like, you can, you can tell someone's, like, walking around it, like, oh, what's going to... And then bang, someone like just comes in with a joke and then you're like... Yeah. Uh, What's well, it like? Uh, I said as my briefcase today. Oh, jeez! <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're Straight trying to me. you're trying to be a, a real estate agent, and you've got the old fake. Well, it's the old fake. fake. I'm doing something work around. Yeah, here. yeah. yeah there's, no, there's nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that you get issued on the first day of the office, yeah. and you're like, oh, I feel special. Oh, I'm coming into that. It's part of my uniform. Oh dear. All right. Well, um, that's a fantastic episode of Footy Talk. Thank you so much, Josh and GI. Mate, pleasure. <laughs>